Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved. Cast out demons and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of men's souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. Are you ready? Ready to take a ride. Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, I can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening. You're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. Welcome aboard. Hey, we're excited to be back with you tonight. Hope you enjoyed this morning's marathon. And we've got a great broadcast for you tonight. We've got evangelist E.R. Hotard in the house. E.R., what part of the country do you live in? I live just outside of Houston, Texas, in a town called Sugarland, just in the suburbs of Houston. Hey, it sounds like a great city, Sugarland. I like it. Uh, folks, today for the archive is Thursday, uh, excuse me, Wednesday, I'm sorry, October 25th, 2023. And uh, Brother E.R., would you like to open us up in prayer? Yes, sir. Lord, we ask you to be with us today, Lord. Lord, there's a lot of needs out there, Lord. We ask you to touch each and every one. Lord, we ask you to use us the way uh, the way you want us to, to be used, Lord. Just to open our hearts up and do your will, not our own will, but your will, Lord. Let your will be done. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Now, folks, um, this is a live broadcast, and uh, Brother E.R. is going to bring some word, whatever the Lord has for us tonight, Brother E.R., and then when you're done, we can open up the phone lines. How does that sound? That sounds good, Brother Shannon. I'm ready. Praise the Lord. Take all the time you want, and the mic is yours, my friend. Sounds good. We're going to start in the book of Jonah. And yes, we're going to be doing uh, deliverance later, but this has not to do nothing to do with deliverance. But I really feel like we need to uh, talk about this because it's relevant to what's going on in the world today. And I'm going to read a lot uh, out of the book of Jonah, but we're going to go through it together. And I believe that you're going to get a lot out of it. We're starting Jonah, the first uh, chapter, verse 1. Says now the world by the Lord came unto Jonah, the son of uh, Amittai, saying, "Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, 
and cry against it. For their wickedness is come upon, uh, come up uh, before me. But Jonah rose up to flee unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. How many times do we have the Lord speak to us and we want to go our own way, do our own thing? Or saying, Lord, I don't want to do that because what about those people? Those people hate me. I don't want to go to those people. Those people are so sinful. I don't want to have nothing to do with those people. But the Lord's called us to go and preach to the uh, to the sinful. They said this is a wicked nation. This this nation was wicked. We see America today is very wicked. It is un, ungodly, like I've I've ever seen, like I've ever heard of before. We're getting to the place where America is just such a wicked nation, and it needs to be evangelized. It needs to be preached to. It needs to hear the gospel. And it's not about a preacher. It's about the word of God, and it's about Jesus Christ. It says, and went down to Joppa, and he found a ship going to Tarshish. So he paid the fare thereof and went down into it. There he is. He's, he's totally running away from what God's call is. I want each and every one that's listening, whether you're a preacher, you're a pastor, you're a member of a church, you don't even go to church. So everybody at some point has ran from God has run from his calling. I had a time in my life where I ran from his calling. Or God's called you to do something and you haven't got around to do it yet. We're all, it seems like at one time or another, we all ran from God, what God called us to do. We know what God's called us to do. God may be calling you back to the house of the Lord, calling you back to, to his flock because you've done, you, you've done fell out, fell out and you've been in the sin. You got into the world, but he's calling you back and you're running the other direction. I want to, I want you to hear tonight that the Lord is calling you back. You may be a preacher and the Lord's called you to do, do something in your ministry and you've been kind of fearful. And not and not stepped out in faith and said, Lord, I want to I want to do your will and whatever God's called you to because you're worried about what this one will say, what about what this one will say. But do what God's called you to do. And we too many times and a certain time in my life, I was running from what God's called me to do because I knew what the cost was. I knew what the what, what it cost to do what God's uh, what God called me to do to go uh, go with them unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. But the Lord sent out a great wind into the sea, and there was a mighty uh, tempest into, in, in the sea, so, uh, so that the ship was like to be broken. Here it is, and I'm going to tell you, the ship was tossed, and the way I've been in the Gulf of Mexico, when it's been very rough, uh, my grandfather died on a boat that was in a rough seas. The boat broke open. And he died in the water in the, in uh, December, or I think it was December or January. So the, I understand this with my whole heart, where you can be very fearful on a boat that you're not going to make it. And these these men that was upon this uh, boat, this this was a bad uh, bad seas. Why, when you're in these type of seas, uh, the water's kind of spraying over. You're bouncing back and forth. There's no comfort in a boat that's being shaken and being rocking. Then the mariners were afraid and cried every man unto his God and cast forth the, the wares that were in the ship into the sea to lighten it of them. But Jonah was going down into the sides of the ship and he lay and he was fast asleep. Here he was. I don't know how you could sleep on a boat like that that's rocking, that's fearful for your life, but he was sleeping. 
So the shipmaster came to him and said unto him, What meanest thou, O sleeper? Arise, call upon thy God. If so, be that God will, uh, will think upon us that we perish not. And they said unto everyone to his fellow, Come and let us cast lots, that uh, we may know f for whose cause this evil is upon us. I want to tell you something that's very profound. It's very profound to me. If it's only to me, then that's fine. But when you, you don't do what God called you to do, you can put other people in harm's way. You can leave other people in harm's way. For if God's called you to a ministry of healing and deliverance and you don't do that ministry, guess what? The people God's called you to is left in the open where they can't get saved and they can't be delivered. They can't be free. When God's called us to do something, we have to do it. Because it don't only affect us, but it affects everybody around us. So they cast lots and the lots fell upon Jonah. Then said they unto him, tell us, we pray thee, for whose cause this evil is upon us. They recognized what was going on. They recognized that somebody wasn't doing what God called them to do. You know, a lot of times in our own churches, that if we don't do what God's called us to do, it, it hinders everything that's going on. It seems like we're trying to get something going in church, trying to bring that bring the Spirit of the Lord, trying to get revival. But it, what's happening is somebody's doing their own thing, going their own way. We're not in one mind and one accord. We're not doing what God's called us to do. What is thine occupation, and whence comest thou? What is thy country, and of what people art thou? Here he is. He's being questioned. When, when there's something wrong, you're going to start questioning things. And he said unto them, I am a Hebrew, and I fear the Lord thy God of heaven, which hath made the sea and the dry land. Then were the men exceedingly afraid, and said unto him, Why hast thou done this? For the men knew that he had fled from the presence of the Lord, because he hath told them. Then said they uh, unto him, What shall we do unto thee, that the sea may be calm unto us? For the sea wroth and was uh, temptress. And he said unto them, Take me up and cast me forth into the sea. So shall the sea be calm unto you. He knew he was the problem. He had finally admitted that he was the issue. He was the problem. He may have been God's man that God called, but because of his disobedience, he understood that he was the problem. Sometimes we may be God's man or woman that he has called us to do a job, but we may, have do the, we may be the problem of causing the hindrance that's in the way. For I know that my, for my sake, this great tempest is upon you. Nevertheless, men rode hard to bring it to the land, but they could not. For the sea wrought and was temptress against, the, against them. Wherefore, they cried up to the Lord and said, We beseech thee, O Lord, and beseech thee. Let us not perish for this man's life, for, and lay not upon the innocent blood. For thou, O Lord, hast done it, done as it, is, it uh, pleased thee. So they uh, took up Jonah and cast him forth into the sea. And the sea ceased from the, her raging. Then the men feared the Lord exceedingly and offered sacrifices unto the Lord and made vows. Now the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah. 
And Jonah was in the belly of that of the fish three days and three nights. Here he is. He was cast out. As soon as he was cast out, guess what? The seas calmed. And guess what? At, at that point, he was going to have to pay a price for what, uh, what he, what, he, where he was supposed to be. He had left. And now for three days, he's going to be in the base of what it says is a hell. In the belly of this fish, he's going to have to suffer for a little while before, and he's going to be spit out. We're going to go to chapter 3, where it basically is talking about him being in the fish. And I want to go to chapter 3. And the word of the Lord came unto Jonah the second time. Here he is, the Lord coming to him again second time. Arise, go unto Nineveh, that great city, and preach unto it. Preaching that I bid thee. Here he is. He hated these people. Uh, he didn't like these people. These people were at odds with, with his people. So Jonah arose and he went unto Nineveh. According to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was exceedingly a great city. It's talking about a great city. I've heard anywhere between 150,000. Some people say a half a million people. But there was a lot of people in this city. And it's, it's, it's a three. So the people of Nineveh believed God. Here's the key. Where he was sent to the certain people, when God is sending you to a place, it doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter if they are, if they are wicked people. But if God's sending you, he's sending you for a purpose. Sometimes we don't understand the purpose. We don't understand. But here it is. It says, so the people of Nineveh believed God. Let's see what they do. And proclaimed a fast and put on sackcloth from the greatest of them even to the least of them. For word came unto the king of Nineveh and arose from his throne and he laid his robe from him and covered him with sackcloth and sat in ashes. And he, and he caused it to be proclaimed and published through Nineveh by the decree of the king of his noble, saying, Let neither man nor beast hear, uh, nor flock taste anything. Here he is. Not only is he going on a fast, the king on down, decided they was going on a fast. And that even you know it's a good fast whenever you, the animals uh, is fasting. Have you ever went on a fast and you said, Well, the dog ain't eating till, uh, till I have to eat again. I guarantee a dog ain't going to be very happy you don't let him eat. But guess what? That's when they got serious with God. In these wicked times, it's going to take uh, men and women of God to get really serious with God. And that's going uh, uh, to move God. You want to see miracle signs, wonders, all these things? It takes people to get serious with God. It's not just a, just a go to church on Sunday or go to church on Wednesday and I listen to Christian music. It's going to take fasting and it's going to take praying. It's going to take putting that remote down, putting, a, uh, putting the phone down, and, and reading the Word of God and finding out what God wants. It takes time in prayer. Hey, I was listening to a story of A.A. Allen. Uh, he was talking about whenever he went into uh, his prayer room and he fasted until the Lord showed up and spoke to him. 
He, it sometimes it takes of going into a certain place and getting away from everything, going into an actual closet, going into a room and saying, I'm not coming out until I hear from God. I climbed the mountain just, uh, twice up above Miracle Valley because I'm seeking for the Lord. The God called me to do that. I haven't seen the fullness of what God's called me to do because of that yet. But God called me to do it, so I did it. Obedience is better than sacrifice. And sometimes even in obedience, you're going to sacrifice in, in that. But put the TV remote down. And I said it to the church this past Sunday. I said, you know what? You're talking about a TV that's all on all the time. Put the remote down. I'm not saying that watching football or anything like that's wrong. But whatever you get a love for God and get a hunger inside of you and there's a fire shut up in your bones, guess what? All that other stuff don't mean nothing. You want to spend more time with God. And when you start spending more time with God and you start fasting, you start praying, you will see God move. That's why we haven't got, seen God move as much anymore. We're starting to see it now, but I, I was listening to, to one of my uh, dad's messages he preached about 14 years ago. He's passed now, but he was talking about we don't see these things no more. We don't see the, the deliverance like we used to because he came up in the era of A. Allen and Jack Coe. He came up in those areas in the tent revivals. He, he held his own tent revivals. He traveled with tent ministers. He's seen the miracles happen. He's seen all the things that God do, all the deliverance that was going on. All the great miracles, you know what it was? Be people had to submit unto God. And no matter what, they say, Lord, you're first. Your will be done, not my will. It's not my life. It's your life. And here they are. from Going back to, to Jonah, the king, the king put everybody on a fast. So in verse 8, in chapter 3, it says, But let man and beast be covered with sackcloth. And cry mightily unto God. Ye let them turn every one from his evil way. It's not as simple as just saying I'm going to fast. But it's turning your life and changing what you're doing. And taking away all of the evil out of, it, out of your heart to the change in your life. Changing your life to be what God wants you to be. I'm going to tell you. You start getting close enough to God. You start praying. The Lord will start revealing things that you need to be taken away. Nobody will have to tell you. Because the, the Lord and the Holy Ghost will, get, will, will, uh, will put it in your heart and, it, and he'll, you'll know what's right and wrong. The Bible says the Holy Ghost is a teacher. He'll teach you. Who can tell if God will turn and repent and turn away from his, his fierce anger? That we perish not. And God saw thy works. That they turned from their evil way. And God repented of, uh, of the evil that he had said unto uh, that he would do unto them, and he did it not. Here they were saved, and you know why they were saved? Because they took the word of God serious. They took the prophet of God, and the, the prophet of God was coming to him and saying that there is destruction coming if you don't change your ways. Sodom and Gomorrah heard the same thing, but they didn't turn away from their wicked ways, and they perished. But Nineveh didn't. It said everybody came. It was the greatest revival, the greatest outpouring that you can read in the Bible because everybody was saved. There's also another one I want to, let me go to 
Acts, the eighth chapter, the fifth verse, it says, Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria. He preached Christ unto them. And the people with one accord gave heed unto those things which Philip spake. Here's another people, <coughs> another people giving heed to what the preacher's saying. For one, our job is to preach Jesus. I like this. I like what Philip is is here. I like these a uh, few verses here. It gives us an order of what things, the way things should happen. One Philip went down to the city. He preached Christ. In verse six, it says, "And the people with one accord gave heed." Thank God that they gave uh, they gave up their own will. One of the hardest things for us to do is to give up our will, our control, our wants, our desires. You know, it's it's hard for I know a lot of people, and it's hard for me to get behind uh, let let somebody get behind a wheel and let and let them drive because I'm so used to driving all the time. But when I get on the airplane. It's not it, it 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 it's a little bit harder because guess what I have no control over what's going on in the cockpit. I don't even know what to do if I was up there. Have no idea. But at some point you got to be like that sitting in that plane and saying I trust that pilot cuz he knows better than I do. We've got to trust God and say Lord, I understand that you know a lot better about this situation than I do. I don't know where the bill bill money's coming from, but I'm trusted in you. I don't know where when the healing's coming, but I'm trusted in you. I don't know when revival's coming to my church, but I'm trusted in you. I'm praying, I'm seeking God, I'm going to do my part. We used to have a sign in our church years ago that said, "If we do what we're supposed to do, God will do what he he's supposed to do." And you know what? So many times he's waiting on us to get in line, waiting on us to do what uh what what we're called to do waiting on us to love to, to do what he's called us to do in his word and the people with one accord i love the one accord because it's so hard to get people in one mind and one accord it's so hard to get so many people together i coach a little my, my daughter's soccer team and it's so hard to get 13 teenagers together to do anything i've got to tell them to be quiet i've got to tell them to get in I've, i'm starting to talk and there's three over here and i got to bring them in here to try to get people together in one mind and one accord to do anything much less even getting to people to get in line to just to get some food is hard because everybody wants to be here and there trying to get anybody in one mind and one accord to do anything is very difficult but when these people in one mind and one accord when they heard the message that philip preached unto those things which philip spake Hearing and seeing miracles he did. Here's verse 7. For unclean spirits, crying with a loud voice, came out of many that was possessed with them. Here he is, Philip preached Christ Jesus. He preached Jesus Christ. The next thing he uh, did, the next thing that happened was unclean spirits was coming out. They was crying with a loud voice came out of many that was possessed with them. And many were taken with the palsy that were lame were healed. Then there's the healing. Some uh, some things that you're dealing with, I have dealt with things in my life. I have dealt with things in my body. It is not a it is not a sickness, but it is a spirit. 
There's some sicknesses you don't know and can't figure out why it's happening. Doctors don't know. That's probably a spirit that needs to be cast out. So what he did was, and there was a great joy in the city. I love that part. I circled the word joy right there. And there was a great joy in the city. When you preach Jesus, when you start seeing signs, wonders, miracles, demons casting out, people's getting free, there is a great joy. That is when revival happens. You wonder why revival is not happening? Because there's too many people still in bondage. There's too many people still still uh, bound by sickness. They're still bound by depression and fear. You know, so many Christian people walk around with fear. They walk around and fearful of everything. They're fearful of this. They're fearful they're going to lose their job. They're fearful that, well, I have a little bit in savings, and then that's going to go if we, if we get sick. Of their fear of getting sick because it may it may be cancer. Every time they, something comes around, they're fearful of it. The Bible said, I didn't give you a spirit of fear. God didn't give us a spirit of fear. If you notice, he didn't say fear was just an idea. Or it's part of his personality. But the Bible called fear a spirit. And I believe that fear is a spirit. Because when that's, uh, when you start entertaining that fear, guess what? You're going to start getting fear for this. You'll start getting fear for that. And fear grows quickly. It is like bad weeds in your yard. They will grow quickly. And if you feed it, guess what? Fear is going to grow. We have a, I believe in this last move of God that deliverance is going to be the key. We have Halloween coming up. Halloween is an absolute evil holiday. And from the time I, I was little to the time of what I see now, that I see it getting more and more wicked, more and more demonic. The reason why is because the devil always wants to take it deeper. If the devil can can start you in one area, he's going to take you deeper and deeper and deeper. That's why whenever people get caught up in sin, they get caught up in drugs, they get caught up in alcohol, they get caught up in pornography, they get caught up in lying. <coughs> they get caught up in all these things. And what happens is they get deeper and deeper and deeper. Sometimes it starts off real nice. It's just going to a party or it's just doing this or it's just doing it one time and then gets you comfortable. And the more it is, it's like quicksand. And the more you get into it, the more you move, the more you start sinking into the depths of sin. The more you get See, the Bible says sin separates us from God. The fastest way to get separation from God is to start sinning. Start having things in your life to start separating you. That's why you can start getting into the worldly stuff and it don't seem like much at all. And then all of a sudden you look back and say, man, I haven't prayed for a while. Or you start missing church. It becomes easier to miss church. It's hard to miss church for the first couple of times. But then over again, all of a sudden, it's like, well, it becomes a little easier. It becomes easier not to go to the house of God. Well, you know, I'm getting real busy. I can't be there. I can't be at church so much. So guess what? 
Now, all of a sudden, I'm not in the house of God. I'm not with his people. And then the devil starts pulling you away. And all of a sudden, all the things, the spirit of the Lord, that you feel it at your church, the recharging you get when you go to the church, when, when you're around God's people, all of a sudden now you're around more worldly people. It starts becoming the influence. You start getting into the world. I've seen so many people that has fallen away, has fallen away from Christ. And it's unbelievable the change in their life. And you look at them where they, where they was to where they're at today, and they're totally different people because sin separates you from God. And then you start getting into sin. Then you start getting convicted. Then you're like, oof, I don't want to hear Christian music because I'll be convicted. I don't want to go to church because now I'm going to feel bad for what I'm doing. I'll stay in the spot where I feel a little bit more comfortable. You start feeling more comfortable in your sin. You start feeling more comfortable. And that's where it gets to the point where a place like Nineveh can become so wicked. And it doesn't happen overnight. America is starting to become such a wicked nation. When, when uh, we're marching on the streets for sin, for lust, we're, more one that we're mutilating the children. In these sex changes, <coughs> we're mutilating our children, and it and we are becoming such a wicked nation. And what it's done, it's it's a slow progression, slow progression, slow progression. The devil don't have to come in like uh, like a flood all the time. What he'll do is come kind of slowly come in and start pulling you away, pulling God away a little bit at a time. And guess what? Over time, there's a big gap there. And that's what happened to the people, I believe, what happened to the people of Nineveh. They, they became so wicked <coughs> to the, the point where God was going to destroy them. See, in the Old Testament, judgment came quick. God would come and destroy people. Thank God that we have an advocate with the Father now through Jesus Christ. We may do a lot of things. We may have, we may have done a lot of wrong in our life, but Jesus is there to pick up the pieces. He's there to, to save us. He's there whenever we make failures and we come back to him. And he's a good father to welcome us back in. But there's a repentance. Repentance means to change the way, to change the direction, change the life. We can't come to Christ and stay the same. But we got to come to Christ. And be different. <clears throat> All right, Brother Shane, I'm going to cut it a little bit short. I'm, I'm starting to cough a little bit. This is a powerful word tonight by Evangelist E.R. Hotard. Brother, you're correct. Sin separates us from God. And uh, individuals and countries, all of us need to repent. Or the judgment of God is coming, folks. We cannot keep sinning as a nation and think that the judgment of God is not inbound. Look what God did to Sodom and Gomorrah for their sins. And we've surpassed their sins, folks. We've got millions more, hundreds of millions more than they had there. And um, many people are just oblivious to it. And I have seen the same falling away, my friend, in the church. You know, growing up in the church, Brother Yard, um, those were some good times. 
grown up in the yes, uh, 70s and 80s when I came up in the in, and into the 90s. My grandfathers were pastoring back then. And uh, time to time, I'll get on Facebook and look somebody up. You know, I just uh, waxed nostalgic, and I was thinking, what would happen to so-and-so? And uh, here recently, I got on Facebook, and I looked up a Sunday school teacher we had. And, brother, I was shocked. He was divorced from his wife and had turned gay. And I said, God have mercy. How did that happen? How did that happen? And I tell you how it happened because we didn't have deliverance coming up. That's right. This guy was all right when I knew him. He had a wife, had three kids. Something happened. I tell you what happened is the demons that got in just continued to grow and gain strength, and eventually they took him out. Uh, found a childhood friend that uh, was a little older than me. When I lived back in Plano, Texas, he would come over, nice guy, and we would trade uh, Atari 800 games back in the day when I had the old Atari 800 XL. I remember. I found him on um, Facebook. Still married to the same wife that he had back in 85, but now he said he's uh, bisexual. And uh, I'm like, this is insanity. Right. How does this happen? And you'll see people that don't go to church anymore. They've walked away. They've backslidden. Jesus did say before he comes back, there's going to be a great falling away. And folks, uh, we're called to endure until the end. The same shall be saved. And some people get offended with life. Uh, things come their way they're, they just set them back horribly or they come under demonic attack and that's why I'm an advocate for deliverance ministry Amen. because you know in just about every big fall of a televangelist and I'm not going to mention any names you can see something in common most of them didn't do deliverance I can name one after the next that didn't believe a Christian can have demons well, I'm here to tell you we can have anything we open the door to and the Word of God said, be on guard. You know, sin lies at the door, crouching there. Its desire is to overtake us. Word says, submit to God, resist the devil, and the devil will flee. Well, we wouldn't have that instruction if there wasn't anything uh, that could put us in danger. There was not something Amen. to resist. You know, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And we need to repent. We need to forgive one another. That's a big thing the body of Christ I see too. People don't forgive. And what does Jesus say? If you do not forgive, my, my Father in heaven will not for, forgive you. And he'll turn you over to the tormentors. We saw the case of the, uh, the parable of the man who was forgiven much. Uh, he was getting ready to be uh, thrown into debtor's prison. His wife and his kids were going to be taken for the debt he couldn't pay. And he cried out for mercy. And the king forgave him. Set him free. Gave him back his wife and his kids. Forgave his debt. And then he, uh, a massive debt apparently. And then he's going down the street and ran into somebody who owed him like a dollar. You got my dollar? No, I'm sorry, I don't have it today. And then he had him thrown into prison. Word got back to the king. King said, you know, paraphrase, you know, I forgave you of all this debt. And then you treated your brother like this. What, forgive him? And he was thrown into prison. I think in outer darkness where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. I had to go back and read. Bottom line, um, 
It's an open door for demons. How many Christians are going to be celebrating Halloween, a satanic holiday, here in a few days? I'm not going to lie. When I grew up, uh, we did do some Halloween. But I didn't know it was wrong. When I found out what it was about, I said, what am I going to do? Am I going to allow my kids to partake in it? I said, I can't do it. It's a demonic high holy day. Why is the church dressing up like demons? And you'll see people who call themselves Christians and put on a witch costume. What's that mean? I mean, folks, uh, God doesn't weaken ignorance anymore. We can bring the judgment of God on our house and bring demons right in by what we entertain. Look at the cinema listings right now, theater. Many horror movies out there, wicked stuff out there. Very hard to find something that's clean anymore you can watch you're not going to be defiled with. Yet people flock to it. They want to feed these evil I want to spirits. Take, let me tell you. you this story too real quick, Brother Shannon. Take your time. My my, my brother, and he was, uh, he's been raised in church just like I have. And uh, he called me. He says, "Hey, uh, Eric, there's, there's, there's a demon in the house." He said, uh, "I hear it." And so I said, "Okay." I said, "I'll go over there and uh, pray for, uh, pray for, and pray get that thing out of there." So uh, you know, we've as I went over there, he said uh, one day he was in uh, his little small room, is a what he calls the movie room. All of a sudden, all of his movies started shaking, and every all there was a mess everywhere in that room. The only line of movies that wasn't touched was all the horror movies he had. He sent me a picture of it. I said, Michael, I said, you need to get out, get all of those horror movies out of your house. It was like The Conjuring and all these other things. I said, you, you should know better than this. You can't have this in your house. You got to get it out. You're inviting them in, and so he had to get rid of them. Sometimes we have things in our house that we don't realize that we're opening up our doors to the to the enemy. So the Bible says to give no place to the devil. Whatever place you give him is what he's going to take because he is a thief and a liar. So don't give any place to the enemy. Absolutely correct, and maybe you have. Like some of us have given place in me. I've done it in my life, and I had to repent. And you need deliverance tonight. Call in. Right now, we've got open lines. I don't see a lot of people out there in the queue. But we're going to keep it open for you. And if you want prayer, call in right now. Don't hesitate. 515-602-9734. If you need deliverance, need healing for your body, you got another prayer request, call in. All are welcome to call. It's free. 515-602-9734 free call and deliverance is free Jesus Christ paid for it on the cross um, to add to those stories I got married when I was about 19 years old I'll be 54 next month and uh, I've had five children two in the first part of my life and three in the second part of my life and uh, my oldest my daughter, Vanessa, she's about, well, born in 1990, so I guess she's uh, 33 now. She uh, called me one day and said, Dad, something's wrong. I said, tell me. She said, I went to sleep and woke up to the feeling something was sitting on the corner of my bed, at the foot of the bed, and I could feel it pressing down on the mattress. 
and she realized everybody in the house is asleep. And uh, what was sitting on her bed? Then it got worse. She had like a figurine or something sitting up on her dresser, and the thing kept falling on the floor by itself. I said, Vanessa, what are you watching over there? And then she confessed to me. And then I found the open door. She was watching horror movies. I said, daughter, what are you doing? said, I, Dad, I just uh, I watched some of these movies. I was watching this a few years ago, Jeepers, Creepers, and The Haunting of Connecticut. And uh, they only continue to get more worse out there in demonic as time is going on. And I said, well, that's your open door. You're entertaining evil spirits. You're inviting the attack on your household because you're permitting that stuff to be viewed in your house. I said, you can't watch this stuff. This is a demonic open door. So she had to repent of that sin. I told her to get all that stuff out. And then we did deliverance. I commanded the spirits to come out in Jesus' name. Now, she's never been tormented like that since we commanded those demons to go and folks devil's looking for a crack in your armor and mine too he's looking for an open door and we open the door through sin we open the door many times to the things we watch or, or listen to you can become demonized demons can come through the eye gate come in through the music you're listening if you continue to listen to ungodly music with evil lyrics a lot of the music out there is satanic Across all spectrums, you don't need a heavy metal anymore. Most of the pop music is satanic. Many of these people make packs with Satan for yep. short-lived success. And I think there was a book that Brother Allen, uh, the ministry, wrote, um, and it uh, it was something to the effect of um, Satan's retirement plan for people. You know, he pays wages, but then he's going to collect big time, collect your soul. There was a picture of a red devil, I think, on the book holding some dollars. <laughs> but it's very true, folks. Uh, we'll reap what we sow. And uh, we need to get sin out of our lives because demons feed on it. It gives them a legal right to attack us. And if we continue in sin, we're in some serious trouble. He that knoweth to do good, doeth not. To him it is a sin. Yet people will just see how close they can get without going over the edge. Folks, you might go right over the edge. It's a slippery slope when once we open the door to sin, right into hell. And you know, the devil's not wasting any time killing people now. Brother, I've never seen the amount of death going on that I've seen in recent years. It's like the devil took off the gloves and he's just giving people, he's hitting them with a brass knuckle, hitting them with a combo punch like Mike Tyson in his prime used to take people down in seconds. He's giving people combination punches and taking them out into eternity. He's convincing some to take their own life and send their own selves into eternity. I wouldn't recommend that, folks. That's happening more and more often now. You know, one of the Ten Commandments is thou shalt not murder. Well, you don't want to break any of the commandments, but with that particular commandment, you can't repent of that one. Once you're dead, spirit's out of your body. You've killed yourself. How are you going to repent for murdering yourself? It's too late. Grace and mercy are off the table. And, uh, you know, that's the coup d'etat to get people to murder their own selves. Because Satan comes right. to murder a soul, come, still kill and destroy. Isn't that right, Brother ER? Back to you. 
That is, and I'm gonna tell you if if you are having uh, suicidal thoughts, that is not your thoughts. That is an evil spirit that are giving you those thoughts. And anybody who has this uh, the the thoughts of killing themselves, that is an evil spirit. And it starts with anxiety. It starts with depression, and it moves up to uh, the to the point where people are having these thoughts of killing themselves. And so many people has asked me, brother Shannon, that. Well, what if a Christian kills themselves? Will they still go to heaven? Uh, they won't. They will not. You're destroying the temple. You're, that is the temple of God you're destroying. God said, not, uh, thou shalt not kill. So you're not going to kill yourself and think you're going to make it into heaven. It's not going to happen, Brother Shannon. I agree with you, brother. That's a one-way ticket to hell, folks. I don't care what pain you thought you were going to eliminate by doing it. Your pain has just begun, and it's called pain for eternity. <laughs> Don't do it. Get help. That's why we have these lines open. Maybe you have suicidal thoughts tonight. You need to call in. Let's cast that devil out in Jesus' name. Christ came to give life and life more abundantly. He didn't ask you to take your life. That's a demonic spirit which hates your gut, hates all of mankind. And these demons want to destroy us all. They're equal opportunity killers tonight. And do not feed these demons and open up doors to them. It's time to repent, kick these devils out. They're squatters. They need to be kicked out in Jesus' name, and you can be free and walk in freedom. Absolutely, the Word of God says, He who defiles the temple of the Holy Spirit, God will destroy. And our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. We got, Amen. Uh, we got to take the Word at face value, folks. It means what it says. Well, again, let me give that number out. Um, these open lines are a new thing here, so please help us circulate the word. It's been a long time since we've been doing these lines, but I'm bringing them back by the grace of God. 515-602-9734. Again, if you want to call in, 515-602-9734. If you're in the chat room, want me to call you. If you're out, outside the country, we can also bring in from an international location. No problem. All I need is the, the direct dial number. Brother E.R., uh, for those that may be hearing you for the first time, um, how can people make contact with you and your ministry? And is there anything you'd like to give out? Email, uh, Facebook, website, anything like that, feel free. Well, I'm trying to uh, to build my YouTube channel right now. It's uh, ER Hotard Ministries. And we've got some preaching on there. And really I'm thinking about, and I'd like people's opinion, with, uh, what they think about this idea. Thinking about going through real life scenarios because they had a scenario that I that I just so happened to watch a thing on uh, defense. Uh, it was self defense uh, on YouTube. One morning I just happened to come across it, and they was telling a story about a man. He called nine one one because he had just murdered his son and his daughter, adult children. Wow! Uh, with his grandchildren in the house, and his reasons why was because he says I'm trying to kill the demons. He said because they are full of uh, they was alcoholics they was drug addicts uh, they was liars they was cheaters and he was trying to kill the demons he went where that those demons ain't gonna die that those people die his children died but the demons gonna go to somebody else that has an open door and it's just the cycle continues but you need to cast those spirits out those people like that needs to know 
that there is deliverance for people. You don't have to take things in your own hands. The Lord can cast those spirits out. And I may start going through these scenarios and, and different real-life scenarios where things like that happen and, and talk about the way it should be handled biblically. And I wanted to get your opinion about that, Brother Shannon. Oh, I think that's a fantastic idea. Big time. Uh, he was right to want to see his children set free, but he went about it the wrong way for sure. Way the wrong way. That's right. And um, But a lot of people don't know, and a lot of people open up doors that they don't know just because they don't know. Absolutely. Or they get interested in, in all of these uh these TV shows that's uh, that's they're they're go all these ghost hunting shows. You start a lot of people. It's like I think it's just because I watch it and I start hearing things. No, you've opened up doors for the devil, and the devil's coming into your house. Um, stay away from that. The Bible says to to stay away from all of those things. To stay away from unclean spirits. You don't go seeking them out. Believe me, they're coming to seek you. You don't have to seek them out. Absolutely. Yeah, so keep the, keep the door closed. Keep the door closed. I always say, don't open the doors to the devil, and uh, and keep close to the Lord. You're exactly right. Those Ghostbuster shows, you know, and they used to be really big. I don't know how many there are still left, but I'm sure there are. And these people are going and making contact with demons. For what purpose? It's one thing to cast out a demon. It's another thing to go into a haunted house with all the lights off and go around with one of these meters and hope you can make contact and film them or a ghost box. You know, this is contact with the dead, folks. And um, these people that do this, uh, they'll come under attack. There was one couple that did it. They both got cancer and died. Both of them died. And they were some of the most famous. I forget their names now. But, um, you know, uh, some of these um, horror movies like uh, None 2 and... Uh, uh, the Conjuring, uh, more specifically, uh, those are those come out of the stories of uh, some famous Ghostbusters. And I thought, well, let me look into them. Maybe I can learn something about deliverance. And I looked into them, and these people were involved in the occult. Uh, they knew demons were bad, but uh, they never mentioned Jesus Christ. And so um, they had some encounters, all right, and uh, that's the problem. Outside of, apart from Jesus, uh, these demons will take you apart, folks. And you know, you want to invite them in your house. You want to go looking for them and try to make contact and talk with them through Ouija boards and, you know, all the occult open doors that you can have through psychics and sorcerers and, uh, you know, all this new age stuff out there, folks. You will find what you're looking for and um, you're going to be shocked at what happens next. Um, I thank God for the Lord Jesus Christ because greater is Jesus that is innocent he that is in the world. If it weren't for Jesus, you and I would have no hope, folks. The demons would just rip you and I to shreds. They're not your friends, just like Hamas is not a friend of Israel. They must be driven out. They're terrorists, and that's what demons do. They come to terrorize. They want to they uh, ultimately take your life and then go after your family. They put you in a body bag. Who's going to be there to protect your kids or your loved ones? Uh, they're worse than any mafia. They will hunt you down to the last person. They must be cast out and kept out in the name of Jesus. It's time to put them on the run. Okay, we got two calls. You like to take a call, Brother Yar? Yes, sir. Let's, Let's do it. 503, 
and then 402. 503, you're first up. Welcome aboard. What's your first name? Where are you calling from? Hi, can you hear me? Uh, yes. Yes, we can. Welcome. Thank you. I I was wondering, can you get, I can get you on the web, or I, I, I use the telephone to talk to you, right? Uh, sure. So, um, you, call, you called in on the hotline, so this is the way to talk to us. And uh, if you want to find any of the programs on the web, for sure, you can go to OmegaManRadio.com. That's our website. I would like prayer, if it's possible. That's what we're here for. Absolutely. Be an honor. Tell us what's going on with you so we know how to pray. Okay. Um, I, um, I just retired from my job, and I... Uh, I'm looking for a new job. I um, and I, I just feel like there's a lot of a demonic oppression in my life and in my family. Uh, my great grandmother was a, a witch doctor in China, and um, I just feel like there's a lot of generational bondage in my life. And um, ever since I became a Christian, it's just been um, really a hard struggle to get breakthrough. And uh, I would, I would just uh, when I was a a, a child. I had these constant nightmares ever since I could remember. And I would tell my mom and she thought I was just, um, just, uh, hallucinating or imagining it. But I found out more and more. My mom would tell me all this stuff that happened when she used to give me drugs, uh, baby sleep drops because I, I would wake up like someone was trying to kill me at, right when everyone was asleep. And I, I really, and she used to tell me she used to give me sleep drops just as always. She didn't even wait to, me to um to have a nightmare or anything well i tell you something but um, anyway um right there what you mentioned is yeah. probably one of the main open doors uh with what happened with the grandparents now if we have ancestors who have opened up doors especially to the occult witchcraft freemasonry um god will judge a family and you can have a three to four generational curse put on that family and these familiar spirits get unleashed and they will seek to destroy the entire family so when that grandparent opened up the door to witchcraft that brought in a curse on the bloodline and uh, provided an open door for demonic attack uh, on you you're only two generations down Uh, it happened to my family I had a a great grandfather involved in the uh, occult practice of Freemasonry and God spoke to me to dream because I was struggling with depression and mood swings. So was my brother. I said, God, what's wrong with me? And God spoke to me in my dream. First time and I've ever heard God speak audibly. It was in the dream. He said, you and your brother Damon have a generational curse you need to break. And then that started us on our journey for deliverance. So right off the bat, I can tell you that's an open door. But we can close that tonight. Um, and again, you know Jesus is your Lord and Savior. I- is that right? Yes, I've been born again uh, since um, the 70s, but I've been always having so much struggle. Ever since I became a Christian, I've been having so much struggle with my family. Okay. Uh, I, I was never close, to, but after I became a Christian, it was just more antagonism. What was and the relation? I used to say warfare prayer. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I used to uh, say these warfare prayers, canceling and confessing these sins, but it just seems like... Uh, I didn't seem to get any breakthrough, and I uh, I've been few a, a few deliverance, but it just seemed like I um, it just never 
a tr- truly strong breakthrough. Okay. Um, we're going to minister to you in a minute. Brother E.R. will be praying for you. Um, I want to ask you this. Uh, in your lifetime, have you personally opened up any of these doors? Uh, have you ever went to a psychic, had a fortune teller give you a reading, tarot cards, played with a Ouija board, studied any occult books, anything like that? Yes, I have. I was in the, involved in the New Age in college. Um, okay. I also was involved. Um, I played with the Ouija board, and I renounced it, and I broke the Ouija board uh once or twice I played with it and then I realized I, I didn't want to get involved with that Ouija board but I was involved in the new age and I invited also a, a spirit guide to come and guide me in college okay that's a big door right there we need to close that and uh, you may have had prayer before but um, if it's if it's gone then it's a moot issue if not we'll deal with it tonight uh, what about um, you mentioned uh, grandparent in Asia what's your ethnic background Chinese Korean where the family from originally? Yeah. Okay. Family's from China. Okay. And, um, yeah. So the reason I asked is... Uh, and she was very popular. Yeah. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Oh, I, uh, it, I, I'm fighting more and more of this stuff as an adult, and I realized my, mom, my family's always been kind of dysfunctional. And then my, I find out that my mom's sister... She would get so angry. This is as a teenager. She would pull her hair out and um, would clump, and it'd be full of blood. She just pull Ooh. her hair off from the scalp. She gets so angry, and I I never knew any of that stuff till years later. Yeah, it's a tormenting spirit. But, Absolutely. Um, what? Yes. Yes. Now let me ask you the and, reason. Um, I, I gotta am... tell you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yes, sir. No, you finish first. No. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You you ask. I was going to ask okay. you. Um, reason I asked about your background was, uh, do you ever remember any times of uh, going and sitting along the side of the grave of an ancestor, eating food with them um, on the anniversaries of their death? Uh, sometimes that happens in, in Oriental culture. Yes, I remember we, we'd go there and give flowers, like the American way, but we also eat a snack there in front of their the tombstone, the tombs. Okay, yes, that's that's what I was looking for. But it was for. more... Go ahead. Yes. So it's like yes. an ancestor, and, uh, ancestor I worship. I, yes, I, I believe that so, sir. And I, I confess the, uh, the New Age involvement, and I, I, I had a dramatic conversion in college. I was, um, and it just seems like um, I never felt completely free. And, and then when I first got saved, I heard... God's voice and the sense of the presence of God and it just seems like it things would get so hectic I, I would get depressed I'd get these mood swings it's just like um, and the nightmares like uh, the, the sleep paralysis I always felt like something was on top of my chest and I couldn't breathe and um, and I just started one of the Christian pastors started telling me to just bind it and command the enemy to leave my sleep alone and that helped a lot but Whenever my attitude wasn't right, it just seemed like it opened the door or something. Absolutely. Uh, what about any drugs or alcohol? Have you experimented in any psychotropic drugs, anything like that? No, sir. Um, drank a few times, but I, I was rarely, um, never got never got in trouble with that because I had relatives that were big into alcohol. Okay. Uh, you could have some spirits that came down the family line through alcohol, too, but... 
I'm glad you sidestepped that trap. That's good. One more question, and that is, uh, what about sex outside of marriage? No, sir. Um, but um, also involved watching a lot of uh, pornography, um, but no sex outside of marriage. Uh, God has kept me. But this is something you can pray for me about. My uncles were never married, and they were they were straight people, but they wanted to get married, and I think there was some kind of a curse upon it. And every time I tried to go out, um, it just never worked out. Um, the girl would just get real upset at me and just lose her temper at me, and, and it just didn't seem like um, it just never panned out further. I yeah. don't know if there's some kind of band or keeping Absolutely. me from getting married, but um, so, uh, that I dated a, a lot of neat Christian girls. That brings up a good point. So you're not married currently? No, never been married. Okay. And um, it's always been a struggle to um, to get closer to any girl. Once I, a couple of times I thought I came close, and then it just, something happened where they just get real angry at me about something, and, and I um, they wouldn't talk to me. Or it's a real horrible breakup or a horrible, they seem like I greatly offended them, and I didn't know what I did. And, they wouldn't talk to me, so I couldn't understand what was going on. Sounds like you have a spirit wife, and especially where you have a, there's a history in the family of that happening. I had a friend one time. He had two or three uncles. None of them were married. Uh, you've heard the term old maid. Well, uh, this was an old bachelor, and I don't, it's not that they didn't want to get married, but something was preventing them, and even my friend. And uh, that's a spirit wife in many occasions that uh, looks at you as its mate, and it will do whatever it can to keep you from marrying. So that's a a possibility there. Let's go after it. So um, we'll pray. Um, give us a name we can call you by, first or middle name. That's all we need. Don't give me the full name. Okay. You can call me Bruce. Okay, Bruce. That's all I need. Excellent. Bruce, I'm glad you called in. Um, pray with me here. Say, I renounce Satan and all of his evil works. In the name of Jesus, I renounce Satan and all his evil works. Saying, Lord Jesus, forgive my ancestors. Lord Jesus, forgive my ancestors. And forgive me. And forgive me. For all doors that we've opened up to the occult. For all the doors we've opened up to the occult. Now just um, confess anything that comes to mind. You mentioned you played with the Ouija board. New Age, just go ahead and tell the Lord what you've opened the door to. Go ahead, take your time. Okay. Um, inviting uh, spirits to guide me with the New Age stuff. Um, believing in reincarnation. Um, visualization, hoping to, um, to affect uh, reality. Um, hoping that, casting kind of spells, hoping that um, people would like me. And um, not spells, but visualization things. I don't, I don't know if I would call it a spell. But anyway, I, I confess that. Um, really into visualization, the mind science, hoping to change reality by visualizing stuff. And, and just um, kind of like the, um, the Claude Gristle, the magic of believing stuff. Mind science cult. I confess that. Um. I confess to giving in to fear. I've, I've grown up as a very high-strung individual because of the nightmares. And uh, my mom said I, she thought I was colicky, and she always gave me sleep drops. And it, I think I was addicted to, uh, 
I would always uh, fall asleep at the oddest times. I think it, it created a bondage. And I, I, I confess that. Um, yielding medicine uh, as a baby, she, uh, she said I, it felt like someone was trying to kill me, and I would scream. But she said it was always at the times when they were, um, when they were trying to get rest. It was always um, like an alarm clock. Say right and now. And the nightmares, uh, the hideous nightmares. Say, I renounce all these witchcraft spirits in Jesus' name. I renounce all these witchcraft spirits in Jesus' name. And say, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I close the door right now. I close the door right now. To every occult spirit. To every occult spirit that's come down the family line, that has come down to the family line, and I command these spirits to leave me now in Jesus' name. And I command these spirits to leave me now in Jesus' name. Okay, we're going to pray. Before we do, Brother Er, do you have any questions for Bruce? No, uh, no, I really don't. Uh, what I really want to tell Bruce is. Um, the devil's attacked you at an early age, and I believe and I'm feeling that you have a calling on your life. And the devil has tried his best to hinder a calling that you're called for. I don't know what that calling may be. You may know. But the devil's tried to hinder and disrupt your life. That's why he didn't want you to get married. He didn't want you to... to to, to have what God has called you to, to a normal family, to have kids, and to, and to go into a ministry. I'm not sure what this ministry is, but you do have a calling on your life. The devil's attacked you from an early age, but he knew that you're going to be a problem for the, for the kingdom of hell but if you ever get everything right. And what he's done is in your life, he's trying to cause so much headache, cause so much trouble that you, you just feel like you just spinning your wheels all of these years and I want to, you're going to get deliverance tonight brother Bruce thank you sir I'm going to tell you I'm going to tell you when I started I started getting into uh, I really turning my life over to, to the Lord so he could use me in ministry I've had some of the same things happen to me night it feels like something's on my shoulders and choking me in the middle of the night the only thing i can do is i can't say anything and i had to say lord in the name of jesus uh, and i kept saying jesus jesus until it got off of me um even uh i had one night where it, it got on me like that and i was actually knocking on the headboard i could move my hand just enough trying to wake my wife up because it had me by the neck and the, see the devil don't like us he's trying to kill us and he, 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 he doesn't take breaks. He's always after us. And if he can have an open door, just that's why he, he was telling you to renounce what, what you needed to renounce. Because now we can come after the spirit. And I had somebody in my church that having these nightmares. And, and he came up for prayer not long ago. And he don't have nightmares no more. Even my pastor was having not being able to sleep. And there was, I felt when I went to his, his house, there was an assignment to attack him and his house. And once we prayed over that, me and his son and my wife, we prayed over that house. He said he's been sleeping like a baby since. And I believe that's going to happen for you tonight, brother. Brother Thank Bruce, you. one more thing, no, and I, then we're I, going I, to start praying. Just say, Satan, I hate you. 
Satan, I hate you. And I hate all of your demons. I hate I hate all of your demons. And I break any contracts. I hate that, you. Say, I, I break any contracts. I break any covenants and contracts that me or that my family made with me or my family. Yes, you did good. Okay. And one more thing. Say, I command every evil spirit. I command every evil spirit. That's come down my family line. That's come down my family line. Or that I've opened the door to myself. Or that I have opened the door to myself. To leave me now. To leave me now. In Jesus Christ's name. In Jesus Christ's name. Okay, you put the devil on notice. You've renounced him. You've confessed Jesus Christ as Lord. And you've called him for help. Help is on the way. We're going to pray right now. Brother E.R., you started off for Brother Bruce. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I command every spirit that has come against Bruce. I break every tie that they had with him in the name of Jesus. Lord, I break it off of him like this chains of bondage. I rebuke it. I bind it. I command every spirit to go. Uh, Every spirit of new age, every uh, spiritual wife, every spirit of anger in the name of Jesus that come down his line, I command every bit of it to go. This sleep paralysis, you foul demon, you have no power over Bruce any longer in the name of Jesus you have got to go every spirit in order you have got to go as I'm calling you out every spirit of pornography in the name of Jesus I command every spirit of pornography every spirit of lust to come out come out of him right now in the name of Jesus uh, Lord in the name of Jesus every all of this mind control this mind control is demonic I command Every demon of mind control, every spirit of fear, anxiety, depression, I command every bit of it to go right now. In the name of Jesus, every spirit that has hindered his walk with you, Lord, every spirit that has uh, hindered his ministry with you, Lord. Lord, you've gave him a calling, Lord. I rebuke every spirit that that's come and bound him against his calling, that has got him off track, that has kept him in the mud, spinning tires. It's just spinning his wheels where you can't get anywhere. I say she's coming here to go. He shall go in the name of Jesus under his authority and do what he's called you to do. No longer will you have roadblocks. No longer will you have bondage in the name of Jesus. Freedom upon him right now in the name of Jesus. I command freedom upon him. Every spirit got to go right now. Go and freedom on him right now. In Jesus' mighty name. Brother Bruce, I want you to take a deep yeah, cough. Yeah. I just want you to breathe out. Take a deep cough and let it go. You prayed. Now we're just going to c- continue to command these spirits. Yes, just Lord, breathe. Lord. Right now in the every, name of Jesus every Christ. Every spirit go. We bind your strong Jesus, man. mighty name. We bind every demonic spirit operating in you, Bruce. And we Freedom come in, in, in his body right now, Lord. Come out That's right a now. temple of you, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord. I cleanse the temple right now, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord. Every area that the, every demon's hiding, Lord, I ask you to shine your light upon it. For the light cannot stay where uh, the darkness cannot stay. For the darkness can't comprehend the light. In the name of Jesus, Lord. Every opening, Lord, I'll go in there and just clean him out, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name.
Let's go. Lord, I ask for the peace of God to come upon him right now. In the name of Jesus, Lord, let him be able to sleep. Lord, we ask you to give him a supernatural wisdom, Lord, that he hasn't had before, Lord. Lord, for where things was hard, I ask for it to be easy and under more understanding. And he'll be able to fight spiritual battles on his own, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Keep coming out. Every witchcraft spirit, we're talking to you. We bind you in Jesus' name. Manifest and come out. Let's go. Every spirit the Lord Jesus wants out of Bruce tonight. Come on out. Just breathe it out, brother. Let's go. Move in the name of Jesus Christ. We break your power. Every witchcraft curse that's been put on you through sins of the ancestors, that grandparent who was a witch doctor, we break that curse and loose you right now in Jesus' name. Father God, forgive every sin that has been committed by ancestors of Bruce to open the door of these demonic spirits. We close those doors now. We break that curse in Jesus' name. Just breathe it out, brother. Let's go move. All witchcraft spirits got to go right now. Every spirit of the new age, come out in yeah. Jesus' name. Let's go, spirit guide. Yeah. yeah. We bind you in Jesus Christ's name. Yeah. Come on out. Bruce, here's what I want you to do. Just breathe it out. You've already prayed, now receive your deliverance. It's like an ambulance coming down the road. You see in your rearview mirror. You get out of the way or it can't pass. So you just breathe right now. Yeah. And just agree in your mind that anything okay. inside of you that's not of the Lord, you want it out. Amen? Keep coming out. Let's go. Spirit guide, just keep breathing. Come out in Jesus' name. Spirit wife, I'm talking to you. We bind you in Jesus' name. Let's go. You've got to go in the name of Jesus. You incubus and succubus spirit got to go right now in the name of Jesus. Let's go. That spirit that paralyzes you. That spirit that has kept you from being married and you wanted to be. Come out in Jesus' name. Take another cough and let it go, brother. We divorce you from spirit wife right now. All succubus, come out of there. I agree with ER. Breathe it out, brother. Come out in Jesus' name. Let's go. We break every demonic band, cord, fetter, chain, wire, hair. Come out of of him right now. Come out of Bruce in Jesus' name. Let's go. Come out. Loose in the name of Jesus Christ. Father God. In the name of Jesus. You said whatever you right now is loosed in heaven. We loose the angels of God to pull swords and come down and surround Brother brother, uh, Bruce. And begin to attack those spirits. Angels of God, attack in the mighty name of Jesus. Come out right now. Father God, I ask that you lose civil war into Bruce right now. Let the demons begin to turn on one another. Come out in the mighty name of Jesus. Just breathe them out, Bruce. Let's go. Move. Every word curse has been spoken over you. We cancel it right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We close the door to those familiar spirits right now, once and for all. And in the name of Jesus yeah. Christ, we command it to come out. Brother, don't talk. Just breathe. Yeah. Come on out. You're blocking them. Just breathe and let it go. <laughs> go in Jesus Christ's name right now. Every familiar spirit that came down the bloodline, spirit guide, come out now in Jesus' name. I agree with ER. Every sleep paralysis spirit manifest and go right now in Jesus' name. All fear, anxiety, yeah. worry, come out in Jesus' name. Night yeah. terrors. Yeah. The spirits that came in as you were a child through the bloodline tormenting you, yeah. come out in Jesus' name. Let's go. Move. Yeah. We rebuke you in Jesus' name. Come on out right now. We plead the blood of Jesus Christ right now over you, Jesus, Bruce. Lord. Every spirit that the Lord Jesus wants yeah. out tonight, come out now. Spirits that came in of reincarnation, come out. Visualization, visualization, all new age spirits, come out now in Jesus' name.
Spirits that yes. came in through divination. Yes. Contact with the occult Ouija board. Yes. Come out now in Jesus' name. Yes. Any other inherited spirits like the spirit of the aunt who pulled her hair out till it bled in clumps. We break that curse yes. right now in Jesus' name and yes. lift it. Command every demon that got in to come out now in Jesus' name. Take a deep cough, Bruce, and let it go. Yes. Move. Move. I, I rebuke every lie that has been spoken over you in the name of Jesus. I command every lying spirit, every every lie that's been told about you, you I break all of them in the name of Jesus. For the, that was not your calling. That's not your future. What people said that's what, that was wrong with you, I rebuke all those spirits and all those things that were lied over you. For they were not called by God. And I break them right now in Jesus' mighty name, Lord. I agree. We stand in the gap for Bruce tonight, Father God. Again, forgive any sin that opened the door of the enemy. We close those doors. Once again, we break that yeah. curse in Jesus' name. Command every demon to come out. And you're going to come out and go to where Jesus sends you? Yeah. Let's move. Every curse that said you'll never be yeah. married, we lift that right now in the name of Jesus. You're the head and not the tail. Come out in the name of Jesus. Bruce, as we're praying, do you feel anything yeah. moving in your body or is anything talking to you in your mind? I hear uh, popping in my ear, um, like 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 external pressures popping in my ear, and and then I'll hear silence. The more you the more you spoke, the more it just got more quieter. But I I hear inner pressures in my ear, like popping in my ear. Yes. Let's go. Just keep yeah. breathing. Come on out. Move right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, everyone's got to go right now. Every spirit has got to go. I feel like there's still those spirits of of, uh, of uh, his heritage spirits, the spirits of, uh, of witchcraft that, that came down through the line, through the bloodline. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke every, every one of those witchcraft spirits. They've been in the family a long time. In the name of Jesus, but tonight, Bruce is going to get freedom. In the name of Jesus, I command every one of them to go right now. Go right now. In Jesus' mighty name, you have got to go. Free Bruce right now in Jesus' name. Every spirit that attacks your mind, Bruce, witchcraft, mind control, mind-binding spirits, occult mind control, we break your power. Loose his mind and go right now in Jesus' name. Let's go. Move. We break every hex, vex, curse, and spell. All hoodoo, voodoo, and witchcraft that's come upon you in Jesus' name. And lift it right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, you said, he who who sends your men are remitted unto them. We stand in the gap. Forgive these sins. We lift this curse. Command every demon. Come out right now in Jesus' name. Move. Yes. Let's go. Yes, I, you are going to come out, I demon. I agree. I agree. He wants you out. Yeah. He's renounced you. Again, come out. Satan, yeah. we put you on notice. We're I attacking agree. you from our position of authority, seated with the Lord Jesus Christ in the highest of the heavenlies. You must come out. We've got power and authority of you in the name of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Bruce doesn't want you. Let's go. Manifest right now. Who's the strong man in Bruce? What's yes. your name? Come up right now, demon. I'm talking to you. We bind you in Jesus' name. Who are you? You've been wanting to destroy Bruce since he was a baby, didn't you, demon? When his mama was giving him drops. Yeah. Of course you have. You got to go. What's your name? Let's go. Every spirit that came in as a child, come out in Jesus' name. Again, night terrors, fear, we bind you in Jesus' name. Come out. All fear, come out of him in Jesus' name. Move. Let's go. 
You're going to come out. Hindering spirit. You got to go. What did you say, demon? Of course we can cast you out. Can't make me leave. Yes, we can make you leave. You know the word, demon. In my name they shall cast out devils. You know the Bible really well, don't you, demon? We rebuke you in Jesus' name. Bruce wants to be free. You tell me why you have a legal right to be there. You got to go, don't you, demon? Speak up, demon. I bind you in Jesus' name. Who are you? What's your name? Jesus said to the Gadarene demoniac, What is your name? We're asking you the same question, demon. Who are you? I don't think you have a legal right to be in there, do you? Then you're going to come out. Let's go move. Bruce, take a deep cough and let it go. Come on out. This spirit on the service, we bind you. In the name of Jesus, I bind you right now in the name of Jesus. You come out of him right now. You must loose you. Every assignment has been broken right now. Your assignment is over. You, there, you have no legal right in the name of Jesus. What legal right do you have, devil? Declare it, demon. Or you got to go. This is a coming out party. We're here to cast you out. How do you feel about that, demon? There's no redemption plan for you, but there is for Brother Bruce and all mankind. You shouldn't have followed Satan, the super loser demon. You're going to come out and go to where he's going. Come out right now in Jesus' name. Father God, point your finger at what you want out in Jesus' name. Manifest to go. Come out. Come in out. the out, name out, out, of out. Jesus. Loose him. Come out right now. Go right now in the name of Jesus. I bind you. You must obey that command, demon. Come out. Father God, forgive any sin that opened the door to this demon. We close that door right now. Break that curse. Lift it in Jesus' name. Standing on Galatians 3.13. Jesus Christ became a curse on the tree for Bruce. Now come out, demon, in Jesus' name. Let's go. Move. Go to where Jesus is sending you. Move right now. Take a deep breath and let it go, Bruce. Come on out. All spirit wife, spirit (laughs) husband, doubt and unbelief, come out in Jesus' name. All rejection spirits, come out right now. Rejection from the father or the mother. Rejection. I knew you were there, demon. That's it. Who rejected Bruce, demon? How did you get in? He's been rejected by a lot of people, hadn't he, demon? You're going to come out in Jesus' His family and his... Say again, demon, his family and who else? His family... Well, I tell you something, Jesus doesn't reject Bruce... He says, I'll never leave and forsake you, Bruce. Come on out. I want to talk to Bruce. Bruce, come back up. Can you hear me? Here's what I want you to do. I didn't ask you this question. Is there anybody still left that you need to forgive, especially anyone that's rejected you or hurt you in any way? Think about that for a moment. And if so, you need to forgive them right now. Is there anybody coming to mind that you need to release? I, I don't think so. I forgive them. Uh, I may not be close to them, but I've forgiven them. Um, who in I think I've forgiven everyone that has hurt me. Who in the family has hurt you? Um, How's your relationship with your dad? My dad passed away. Uh, it devastated me when he died without a clear uh, profession of faith. Uh, I loved him, but he uh, he was a hot-tempered man okay. and um, high expectations. We command every spirit of rejection. Come on out. Rejection from the womb. 
Come out in Jesus' name. Rejection from your father. In the mother. name of Jesus, I command every rejection, every spirit of lies. That lies that's been told on him, just what I said earlier, is rejection and lies. Rejection and lies. I command it, go right now. In the name of Jesus, I bind you. You have no legal right. You've got to go right now. Go right now in the name of Jesus. I command it right now. I agree. By the Come word on. of the, the sword of the word of God, the Bible I have in my hand right now, I cut and break every lo- and loose you from him right now. In the name of Jesus, I command you go. I agree. Come on out. All rejection, yeah. Yeah. abandonment, deep wounded hurt. Come out in Jesus Christ's name. Take a breath and let it go, brother. Every unclean spirit, we're talking to you. We rebuke you in Jesus' name. Father God, and loose angels to spool these demons, take their power, weapon, armor, rank, and resource away. In Jesus' name, angels of God, attack in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's go. Yes. Move. Come out. Yes. Father God, put a hook in their jaw and pull them out in Jesus' name. Let's go. Move. Yes. Yes. We stand in the gap. Yes. Right now, we close the third eye in Jesus' name. We command any spirit of kundalini also to come out. All new age spirits, serpentine spirits, we yeah. take the sword of the Lord and cut you off of his backbone right now. Come out. Take a deep breath and let him go. Kundalini awakening. Yes, come out in Jesus. Jesus' name. Any spirits that came in through yoga, let's go. Move. Meditation. TM. Transcendental meditation. Yes. Om. Come out in Jesus' name. Come out. Come. Just breathe it out, brother. That come. ring a bell when you... Yes. Meditation. TM. Um, yoga. I, they, they rang a bell when you said that. There's something. I got some kind of reaction. Say, I renounce all those spirits and command them to go now, in Jesus' name. I renounce all those spirits and command them to come out now. Come out now. Let's go. Every spirit that came in through the laying on yes. of hands, through Reiki or light healing, any transference of spirits, come out in Jesus' name. Anything you picked up that was not of God, manifest and go in Jesus' name. Let's go. Bruce, what about the martial arts? Yes, uh, dabbled in martial arts just as a teen- teenager, but never did much of it. But I did. I did read a lot of Bruce Lee books. <laughs> well, renounce martial arts yeah, too. I, I renounce martial arts completely. In the name of Jesus, of it, that is not. Yeah. Let's go. How do you feel right now, Bruce? How do you feel right now? I feel exhausted, uh, but nothing's coming out anymore. It just seems like uh, I get these flare-ups, but. Um, nothing but I feel exhausted I think some stuff has come out but I think I still need further uh, deliverance uh, on my own or something well no don't worry this but is I feel exhausted. No, no. this is round one we're going to cage some of these things up marinate them in the yeah. blood of Jesus come on out every spirit of Wing Chun Jun Fan Gung Fu Jeet Kune Do come out every spirit of Bruce Lee come out manifest yeah. and go in Jesus name every spirit yes, through Lord. contact Jesus. with the occult martial arts Let's go. Spirit of the Master. Come on yeah. out in Jesus' name. Spirit guide. Yeah. Come up right now. I'm talking to you, demon. I'm buying yeah. you in Jesus' name. I want to talk to the Spirit guide. You foul, wicked spirit. You were invited in, weren't you? But Bruce doesn't want you anymore. Yeah. Yeah, that's I don't right. Want, I don't want to be here. But... What's your name, demon? Talking yeah. to the Spirit guide. Who are you? We bind you to the truth on Judgment Day, demon. Father God, and loose angels to surround this demon begin to attack. Sorted angels in the name of Jesus Christ. 
We loose the angels of God into attack mode. Attack in the name of Jesus. Come out. Let's go move. Yes. Let's go. He's renounced spirit guide. Come out, spirit guide. We break your power. We command you to come out. Now take a deep cough and let the spirit guide go. Bruce, come out in Jesus' name. Move. (laughs) Come out all the way. Come out. Jesus, Lord, release this strong man right now. In the name of Jesus, let it come out. Come out all the way. Go right now. Every bit of it, go right now. With the tentacles. Let's go. In the name we close of the door. Jesus, Lord, every, release him from every every bit of this bondage, every bit of this chains and shackles these uh, that these demons had on his life right now. Release him from it right now in Jesus' name. Every dragon spirit also you come out in Jesus' name. Worship of the ancestors, come out in Jesus' name. Yeah. All witchcraft, necromancy, yeah. divination, manipulation yeah. and control, manipulating others. <clears throat> Through visualization, we break that witchcraft yeah. right now. We break every curse in Jesus' name. Loose yeah. We break every binding. I renounce it, too. We break every generational curse that would keep the men in your family from being married that want to be. We loose you right now to be free to marry. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name. Father God, bless him. Send him his soulmate, a great woman of God. Even after this phone call, we command yeah. every unclean spirit that Jesus wants out to keep coming out and going, going to where Jesus sends you. You will not return. Brother Bruce, just say thank you, Jesus. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Deliverance is not Um, a one-shot deal in most cases. It's a process. You know, there's scripture about uh, when the children of Israel were told to take the promised land, they wouldn't take it in one day. Bit by bit, they had to drive out the inhabitants of the land from before them tear down their pictures and their and their altars and and God would even leave some of the beasts fulfilled there lest they over they start to grow back and overtake them God wanted them to learn warfare so bit by bit you take back the land and so you got some freedom tonight there's yeah. more coming right now in the name of Jesus I cage every demonic spirit remaining all you can do is come out and go to where Jesus sends you we forbid the demons to communicate with each other. All they can do is come out in the mighty name of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus over you. And we ask Father God, send the Holy Spirit in to fill every void as these demons come out. Yes, in Jesus', Jesus name. Mighty name, Lord. We bless you, brother. You're the head and not yeah. the tail. You're from above and not below. In Jesus' name. God bless him. Put a hedge of protection wall fire from Zachariah 2 yeah. and 5 around him. Station your warrior angels around Brother Bruce. And we cover him and his home in the yes, blood of you. Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Brother hey, ER, ER? Pray for a job for me. I, I, okay, thank you. No, no, hold on, Bruce. Uh, you said you that needed... I'm, that will allow me. You needed a job, you said? Yeah. You come Yeah, on. I need a, a job that I feel that the Lord opened the door for me on that. Yeah. Absolutely, we'll pray for I, uh, ER, you want I, to pray for Bruce sure. for a job? I, I Sure. Let's do it. Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I ask you to open up a door. Not only any job, Lord, but a job that is going to be a blessing to him, Lord. Lord, put him in a place where he can be a witness to you, Lord. Lord, he can be a willing vessel that he goes in and not only does a great job, but, Lord, he is a witness for you, Lord. And 
that what he speaks it he's going to speak your word he's going to witness and it's going to change others lives lord in the name of jesus lord let it be a blessing to him let it be a blessing to the company let uh, let him be a blessing to all that he works for in the name name of Jesus, Lord, we ask you to start opening up doors, Lord, start speaking to him on what his calling is, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, let him start, let him seek after you, Lord, give him a hunger and a thirst after righteousness, Lord, so he shall be filled in Jesus' mighty name. Brother Bruce, I want to thank you you for calling in tonight, my friend. I want you to do this. I want you to call back next week. We're going to have more open lines, and uh, it'll be an honor to go second round with you. And in the meantime, I just pray, God, if there's any open door in his home that needs to be closed, that you reveal it to him in the name of Jesus. Uh, Brother Bruce, get some rest over there. Sweet sleep in Jesus' name. And look forward to praying with you again. Thank you for calling in tonight, my brother. Hey, brother, I want to tell you that when you um, you refused those shots for your baby, when your baby was born, I thought that was took such courage. The doctor kept bugging you about that. I always was impressed with that. And when they kept pushing the COVID uh, shot for me, uh, threatening to uh, fire me or threat- threatening to get me in trouble, I just said I I, I, I just reject it. And um, I appreciate your act of courage. I remember that years ago when you talked about that. They they kept wanting to pressure those little babies, your your children, with those shots, the the, the foreign doctors. And I am so glad you mentioned that. It, it just made an impression on me when I had to stand against the, the, the kill shot. You know, I tell you, what was done on us all, what they put people through is unconscionable. And uh, God's going to judge those people that um, force yeah. people to take a shot or lose their job. And um, one day, even if we don't see justice now, they're all going to stand before Jesus giving accounting. It was a it was a hard time for us all. And uh, even when I said, don't give my uh, son the shot, they went around my back and tried to get my wife to give approval. And she said, what did my husband say? And so... It, it took uh, it took some courage. I thank God He gave me courage to do it because um, they just assumed I was going to roll over. And I thank God that we didn't give them the shots. Um, so praise God and thank you for yes. I, your testimony. I remember up. that, sir. I remember that, sir, and it made a deep impression on me. And then when they came at me, it was so subtle. They just said, you're the only one that hasn't gotten it. They kept pushing me with it. Thank you, sir, for your courage. Thank you, Brother Bruce. You're welcome here anytime, and we want to pray with you again. So remember to call in next week if you have time, and uh, uh, thank, keep tuning yeah. into the program. God bless you, Bruce. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Folks, stand by. Uh, coming up next, we've got uh, one more call. You got time for one more call, ER? Yes, sir. 402. 402, welcome. Hello? Hi there, that's you, ma'am. What's your name? Hi. Repeat again, I'm sorry, you cut off. Are you there? Yes, ma'am. Welcome aboard. Amanda, hello there. Amanda, welcome. I'm not really sure where to start. (laughs) Well, start at the beginning. What do you need prayer for today? Hi. Well, um, we've just... My whole family, my mom's side, my dad's side, my siblings, my son, my nephews and niece, and my ex-husband's family, and the family that I have now with my new husband, we've just been under spiritual warfare, it seems like, our whole lives. Um, just a lot of 
craziness within the family, dysfunctional relationships, and a lot of people suffering from uh, anxiety and depression, and a lot of them had sexual abuse as children, and then it re-manifests, or, well, I don't know, it happened again. <laughs> it's a nightmare that was relived, and so, it also happened with my son, and okay. he has been tormented by perverted thoughts and suicidal thoughts. God, have And he's only nine. Sister, I'm so and sorry. It's, it's just so much. And then recently, um, my husband, we're married by God. His mom is a minister, but we don't have a legal marriage license. But um, he struggles with anxiety, and he recently lost his job. <laughs> Okay. I don't know, just everything happening. Oh, we almost all died of carbon monoxide poisoning the other day, too. Wow. So God was with us and saved us from that. But uh, Amanda, how many know. children do you have? Trying to think of what all to say. I've never called into the radio station other than Caleb and asked for prayers. Well, we're, we're here to pray for you tonight. How many, how many children do you have, Amanda? Oh, my brother was also murdered a couple years ago. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Yeah. Uh, it just kind of piles up. So. Okay. Yeah, um, I was listening to the guy that was the previous caller before me, and I, I also had influences in my life as as a child. Um, I used to have babysitters that claimed to be psychic. I had a pair of babysitters that were lesbian and would talk about stuff that I didn't need to hear as a child. Oh boy! And then um, my parents. There was a lot of abuse and drug use from my parents. Um, my brother and my dad found my grandmother after she died in a gun accident, where a bullet went through her head. And then my mom got raped a lot, molested when she was a child. And they were abusive towards each other. My dad had a drinking problem, and then they got divorced, and my mom turned to men and drugs and. Just a lot of unhealthy relationships that she kind of strung, strung us kids along with. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know how much time I have to talk to you, but... Well, that's enough to get started. for them all. So, Amanda, and here's the deal. What's that? Here's the deal. Can you hear me okay? So, yeah. you need to get My strong. younger daughter, she's crying, and I'm kind of okay. winded because I want to say everything, but... I want to try to keep in chronological order. <laughs> well, here's the deal. So my apologies. We need to start tonight with you. Um, every person has to make their own decision. They're going to follow Jesus or not. And you can certainly pray for your family, and we will. But what you've got to understand first is if you don't stay strong, then you don't be able to help anybody else. It's like if you're on an airplane and you lose cabin pressure and those masks drop down. You've got to put it on yourself first. Before you try to help someone around you, because if you don't get yeah. it on yourself, you could pass out, and then you're not able to help the the passenger next to you. So, what comes to mind is uh, we'll pray with you today, and you may be the only Thank you. light in that family. So, number one, you need to give your life to Christ. Go all in um. for Jesus. Get some deliverance. Make a decision. Yeah. You're going to follow Christ. And That's as you get strong, you can stand in the gap for your loved ones, and you can make a difference. Brother Yar, any uh, counsel for Amanda or questions before we pray? 
that? Yeah, it's you. You have a lot of problems. That's uh, obviously that has went on. And it, Brother Shannon's a hundred percent right. If it's it really starts with you, and to change a family, a lot of times all it does is start with one person. And for one, you, it's got to be you to take care of you. Next, it's got to be be able to take care of your kids and protect your children. One of your children went through abuse, and there's been sexual abuse that has went on from for a long time in your family. So there's spirits there, and anytime sexual abuse, it always attaches with anxiety, depression, and suicide spirit eventually comes along with that. So we need to we're going to rebuke that off of not only uh, you, but I want to I want to pray for your son as well for what he's went through because when when those things happen it's a it's a hard lick on the on these i don't know how how old he is but it's a it's it's a hard thing they don't know how to deal with it how old is he he just turned nine all right so he's a he's a very young sorry i got my hands full with the toddler as well right amanda i understand who abused your son who's nine years old was it someone in the family or an outsider could you watch her? Okay, I'm sorry. Could you yes, repeat um, that question? I'm sorry. Who abused your son, sister? Was it someone Mother in the family called. or a neighbor, a babysitter? What happened? Uh, well, when he was four, something happened to him and he didn't speak up until he was older. And when he did speak up, he told me about more stuff than what I ever knew. So he had a cousin on his dad's side who woke him up from a nap, manipulating his hand to um, jerk him off and make him ejaculate. On God have mercy. It happens many times from family cousin. members. I'm very sorry, sister. But you know what? That's, that's not too hard for the yeah. Lord to, to well, deal I, with. I was going through a divorce at the time, and I was working full-time at a very demanding job and trying to financially support myself, and honestly, I was kind of going through a mental breakdown myself, and I, I felt like I wasn't there for my son, or I should have been, so I carry a lot of guilt with that, and I blame myself, and... It's not your fault. It's not your exactly fault at all. What he... And- and you also, with your husband when now, I told it's... my ex-husband about what happened, it was easier for him to say that I put it in his head than admit that his own family on his side had problems. And um, I found out that my neighbor kids, who we live across the street from, my son was five, and they were probably around seven and eight. And they also did stuff to my son when I trusted them to be outside playing. They tried to sodomizing him in my garage, and they all did oral to each other. Even the brothers did it to each other. And I didn't find out about that until, until my son was six. And then my own nephew on my side of the family, um, I have two nephews that were actually sexually abused. One was by um, the mother's boyfriend's son, and when he came out about it the mother's boyfriend abused my nephew and repeatedly tried to choke him out and when he lacked oxygen and passed out there's been repeated times where 
he almost died. So I had to report that to Child Protective Services, and they came there to talk to him at school, and he was too scared to speak up. He's the same one who just had his dad murdered back in May of 2021. No, sorry. Yeah, no, I was right. 2021, sorry. Um, so now he lives with my sister. Her son got abused by that nephew, and then her son also woke up to my son when he was in the night here. He said that my son woke him up by touching him, and then my son told him, if you let me do this to you, then you can do it back to me, and they did that as well. And then, Sister, if there's more, doesn't... after my son went through counseling, I was the only one that got my kid counseling out of all of these children. If that didn't demonstrate to you the reality... I was hoping, I was Satan. hoping and praying that this nightmare was over. And then my son um, recently hurt his classmate, and then his classmate switched schools, and it was the only friend that my son had. And now he met a kid who has lesbian mothers... And he's begging me to play with this kid. And I don't know the kid's family. And I'm every time I try to speak up and voice my thoughts on things, I'm not trying to be hateful. I'm trying to share the word of God. And I feel like I'm getting just looked at like I'm trying to spread hate when instead I have discernment. I thought I was, you know, a Christian when I was younger. I thought I was doing all right. You know, I believe, you know, I'm going to get to heaven. And as I got older and I met, honestly, it was the failing of my first marriage. I did some things that I shouldn't have. Um, I was being rejected by the man that I thought was going to love me forever. And after he didn't touch me for a year, but he would still go to the gym and, you know, talk about uh, body shaming me. I was tempted to cheat on him and the opportunity came and I, I didn't have sex with another man while we were together, but the want to was there and the sexual fantasizing and porn addiction and masturbation and all that stuff Amanda, arose and I guy, felt guilty about it. This guy you so were I with, shared it with him and was thought he, your he was going to kill me, but, um, can you hear me, Amanda? I'm sorry. What's that? Can you hear me? Yes. I'm sorry. Okay. I was rambling. So, uh, were yes, you, can you hear me? Were you married to this guy at the time, or was this a boyfriend you were living with? It's my son's dad. Okay, so you're you're talking about your husband? Yeah, we were married. Okay, got it, got it. Just want to make um, sure. He's now my ex-husband. Okay, so here's the deal, sister. If this doesn't show you the reality of Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy, nothing will. This is. Uh, but what I, the satanic I world looks I got a like. Question. I try to find it in the Bible, but does does God let people remarry, or am am I living a lie to myself? Because to me, I, I love the man I'm with now. I said vows. I want to be with him forever. Are you married? He's the one true person that I really believe God had for me. But I and sometimes I feel like. Satan lies to me and tells me that I'm not allowed to be happy. And I need to break that off too. Well, Jesus said for causes of pornea, if there's been adultery, you're not bound to that relationship anymore. If your husband had committed adultery Even on you... Even if it was my fault? 
Well, let me tell you this. I committed adultery. He rejected me. But in my I, first marriage. And I you know shouldn't what? have. Like I, I should. there, there, is a, there is a, uh, we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God in one area or another. And I'm here to tell you, uh, God does forgive. But we're going to reap what we sow many times. And you've already told me at the beginning of this conversation <laughs> that you're living with a man that's not your husband. The fact that someone married them that did not have the legal right to do so uh, means you're living in um, fornication I'm, I'm, right now. I said vows with that, my... That doesn't with, cut it. Okay, I'm remarried. Well, I understand, but you said that they are, they're not licensed even to perform marriages. Is that correct? No, I, I, they are licensed to perform marriage, but we did not sign the marriage from the marriage paper from the government. Um, the person that married us is a Pentecostal pastor. I understand, but we're to obey by the laws of the land. If the law says you need to have a marriage license and you need to file with the state, you need to do that. You need to do that. You've got some things you need to get cleaned up, and I'm not here to condemn you. But I'm here to tell you, with all that you've described tonight, if you do not go all in for Jesus, and I mean all in, then only more trouble is ahead. Are you taking your children to church? Uh, no, not always. Okay. They've One, got two, to be... or more gather in the name of God. Isn't is that church? Uh, no, ma'am. It means Jesus is in the midst, but it says forsake not the assembling of yourself. Where you can be in a, a church, you need you Except need it. Your my child youngest needs it. and me, we went to church, but it's harder to get the whole family to go at the same time. Well, a lot you, of the time, my son is visiting his dad every other weekend. I understand that. And his but, dad is an atheist. Okay, but for the time that you have your son, even if the whole household doesn't go, you take your two babies and you go to church, and God will honor that. Not to mention, they need godly influence. You're also going to have to look at anything they're exposed to in terms of uh, TV, cartoons, music. If it's not godly, you need to shut it down. Because there's witchcraft coming through uh, Um, TV and affecting the minds of these children. Let alone what they're being taught in school. They're being bombarded from every area. And you don't want to remain isolated. Yeah, I had a problem with that earlier today, too. Um, My son's teacher was making him fill out a paper along with his classmates and it was one that where you add in the nouns and verbs oh god and it was talking about how fun it is to be a witch oh lord jesus this is horrible third grade in elementary okay well we've got enough to get on her hands started tonight amanda um thank you for calling in we're gonna pray for you here in just a minute brother er do you have any comments for amanda or any questions Really, it's it's. I feel like you and your husband really need to get behind what the Word of God says and get in a good church. That way, you can actually have. Right now, you're fighting everything by yourself. When you're in a good church, you get a church family that prays with you, that gives you a good godly advice. If you're not in a good church, you're going to start getting worldly advice, and you'll start hearing everything but everybody's opinion. But you need to find some good people in church that's going to give you good godly advice, not just advice, not just their opinion, but what the Bible says, and and start teaching you some things that I've hearing that you you really need to learn the Bible a little bit more, and you'll feel more comfortable with decisions that you're making. And if you and your husband, or first off, get get a piece of paper. It's as easy as going down to the courthouse. Y'all don't have to have no ceremony. 
you already said vowels let put get get that uh, in place to get it right and then y'all y'all start as a family as a whole it starts with both of you uh because in the uh it, it, you are become one the bible says a husband and wife become one y'all need to work as a unit and then if y'all start working as a unit start going in into church y'all start praying i'm gonna tell you those kids are gonna follow whatever y'all do so if you're not doing you're not going to church you guys think that i'm gonna um, well, I, I want to go back to church. Finding the right one is hard. My family is has so many different denominations amongst it. I like the Pentecostal route personally, but we don't really have much around here. There's a lot of Catholic churches. Uh, I found out my stepmother is actually a Mormon, which um, she's trying to tell my dad that there's other ways to be saved than Jesus Christ. So I'm not going to the Mormons at all. Uh, no offense to anybody. Um, Sister, you got like that. Uh... You got too much confusion in your life. But I for, let everybody else go. What's that? For, you've got too much, too many moving parts. Okay, here. just for me you, and you my cannot husband save, and kids. You cannot save the world, and you need to start right there with your core. Number one, as Brother Er said, you need to get on fire for Jesus. Get in the Word of God. Begin to read the King James Bible every day to your children, even if they can't read, like in the case of the small one that I heard crying. Find a church. Ask God to show you where to go. And if you go there and feel the peace of the Lord continue, if not, he'll show you where else to go. Tell your husband, you're the priest of the household. You're supposed to be with me and the children. So any opportunity you all can, you all need to go. And if he won't go, then you take the kids and go. And God will bless you. And... um, I just push my toddler and sit still so I can hear what the message is, too. That's, That's okay. That's struggle that I faced last Sunday. I used to crawl under the pews. Now people, you know, uh, they worry about having the kids in church. Because I'd rather of have what them. happened with my son, we don't trust people to watch them. And, you know, based it's on some of the experiences you had, uh, you want to be very careful with that. To, of course you do. You don't like your child should be playing with the neighbor who's parents are lesbians absolutely do not let them go over there that child will have demons and they'll jump on yours so you've got to guard your children and uh, forgive those that have hurt you God will deal with those predators that have come along and hurt your children and other people in your life God will deal with them believe me but uh, God can heal you and he can heal the children and restore what the enemies try to destroy we're going to pray for you right now Round one. I'd like ER. to be rebaptized to you. Okay, that's that's actually a good uh, plan. Of course, but I do but agree with I, Brother Er. Should I wait until after I have the legal government license marriage? Well, water baptism and marriage; those are two separate issues. But you should do them both. You can go down to the Justice of the Peace, and they can marry you yeah. in one day, and then it's legal. Okay. Legal. Uh, yeah. Uh, before that's the, that's the easiest part. Real simple. Get that right. Uh, It's time we all start doing things by the book, by God's word, and God will bless us. And uh, every time I try to read it, I feel like I'm being distracted, or so like, or I get really tired all of a sudden, and I I feel like something's keeping me from it. So I I turned on audio Bible on YouTube, and I I like I'm trying to get peace. You know, I'm trying to learn. And I don't always understand what I hear or what I read, but I'm, I pray for the Holy Spirit within me 
that God placed in me to to grow and to help me understand because I I really do want to lead my family to God and Jesus even if they think that I'm nuts when I'm trying to talk to them or communicate but I know I have to get you know the big splinter out of my eye the big piece of wood out of my eye before I pull the splinter out of theirs absolutely you need to concentrate on you and your children first that's uh, order of business number one now we've only I got, got a about... quick question. Yes, sir. Go ahead, brother. Uh, your um, your husband now, or fixing to be husband, I should say. Once you get your uh, your paperwork, how is he with the Lord? Um, he said that, like his mom is the Pentecostal preacher. He um, he prays a lot. He has a prayer journal and everything. But I, I think he has like anxiety about going to a church. He went to a lot of churches with his mom, and there's always some kind of drama that follows. There's a lot of gossip within the church, and it led to some hurt feelings. And I I don't know exactly what's going on. I try to get him to go to church, but sometimes he'll say that you know he's not feeling that well, or um, he just he was a, he's a semi driver. So he's working usually, you know, during the week. But now he lost his job, and I'm not really sure what's keeping him. So what's keeping him from church, serving the Lord is demons, sister. He needs deliverance. And you know what? You're going to stand yeah. in the gap for I him. That, I believe that, you know. Until he comes on board. He, he accepts Christ Jesus as his Savior. Absolutely. I want you to give him the phone number, and we'll be welcome to pray with him on another <laughs> phone call. Unfortunately, I've only got about four minutes before the switchboard might cut us off, so we're going to pray for you right now, and then I want you to call again next week. We'll pray some more. Brother E.R., let's take the time we got and pray for Amanda. We also pray for my mom. She has a spiritual spouse. Um, Tonight, we don't have time, but we're going to pray for you. Uh, Brother E.R., go ahead, my friend. Okay, thank you. Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, you see all the problems in Amanda's life and all the sexual pro, uh, sexual issues that with the children and, and and all these things that the devil's come in to steal, kill, and destroy this family, Lord. Lord, at just talking with Amanda right now, I can hear the stress and the anxiety, Lord. Her mind's all over the place, and she wants to do so many things, Lord. I ask you to calm her mind down, Lord. And, Lord, let her start focusing on you, Lord. Lord, if you, she starts focusing on you, Lord, Lord, you you can lead and guide her steps, Lord. Lord, I ask for every step to be uh, that she does, everything that she does, to be led by you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord, Lord, for Lord, I ask you to give her a will to listen to worship music in her house all the time, Lord. I ask you. To- for the even to hear the Bible the, all the time, Lord, let her be listening to the Bible because he, uh, hearing comes uh, faith comes by hearing and hearing of the Word of God, Lord. Let her start hearing the Word of God, Lord. Start moving in her life, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I rebuke every spirit that comes against her and her uh, her husband from coming together because this is the key. Them two getting together, getting on the same page, getting in one mind and one accord, and once that happens, they the whole family can straighten out, and all the outside voices won't matter so much because they'll be on the same page and they can stand by your word, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we ask healing to come to her son, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray, Lord. We thank you, Lord. I agree. We just plead the blood of Jesus, Father God, over Amanda and her children and her family. In the name of Jesus, we bind your strong man, Amanda, bind every demonic force coming against you and your family and your children. 
We rebuke them and command them to loose this family and go in Jesus' name. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Father God, pour out your goodness, mercy, and grace on every member of this family who's not living for you. God, whatever it takes, if you've got to give them a road to Damascus experience, knock them off the high horse like you did Paul, do whatever it takes, God. Bless them, leading them to repentance in Jesus Christ's name. And we break all demonic power off of those children right now. Father God, forgive the sin of what was done to them. We break that soul tie between your children and any uh, predator that molested them. We rebuke those spirits right now, commanded to come out of those children and go. In the name of Jesus, we bind the spirit husband of the mother, of the grandmother, as Amanda requested. Father God, surround this family with your warrior angels. Put a hedge of protection, a wall of fire from Zechariah 2 and 5 around them in Jesus' name. Father God, lead her and her husband to the right church. We ask that you loose a spirit of conviction 90 seconds. on the husband that he will stand up to his priestly duty and join the family in church. Bless him, God, in Jesus Christ's name. Amanda, you're in a very critical situation, yes, Lord, thank you. but it's not too hard for the Lord to repair all. Nothing too hard for God. But you need to make the decision now that you've paid a high price for a lot of low living, and now it's time to serve the Lord and he can bless and restore you, your family, and your children. 60 seconds. And as you get strong, then you're going to be able to fight for your family around you. Right now, worry about your husband and your kids there. You can pray for your family, but yeah. you've got to get strong yourself because you've got some open doors there. And so I encourage you to this week, wherever you've got to go, find a church. Don't worry about how big it is. Sometimes you want to avoid the bigger churches. Straight is the gate, narrow is the way, and few be that enter therein. Wide is the highway to hell. I would rather go to the Baptist church up on the hill that has 20 people, or the little church of God, or some place that reads the Bible, than try to find some mega church where many of them are not even preaching the gospel anymore. But ask God to show you, yeah. and he will lead you to a place. What, what part of the country do you live in? 10 seconds. Nebraska. Nebraska. Unfortunately, I don't have any contacts in Nebraska, but even Nebraska has some people that love Jesus up there, I'm sure, <laughs> and some churches. So ask God to show you, get the kids over there and get them in a regular um, routine of going to children's church. If they've got it, go to church on Sunday. God will honor that. You, but get, begin to read the King James Bible every day. vehicles are safe and reliable. Read the King James Bible every Could day. Could you please pray that our vehicles... Could you please pray that our vehicles are safe and reliable to take us back and forth to church? Absolutely. Father God, we plead the blood of Jesus over those vehicles. Loose angels to go with them to get them to church and get them back in Jesus' name. Submit to God, resist the devil, and the devil will flee. Now, Amanda, I want to thank you for calling in. You took a first great step tonight. Hey, You're resisting the man. devil by calling in here. God heard this call. He loves you. He loves your kids. But the enemy doesn't. So remember that. And remember, there is no safety outside the Lord Jesus Christ, so we all need to go all in for Jesus because the enemy is right there at the door looking for a way to get in, and he wants to take you and I out in a body bag. Uh, please call in again next week. We'll have more open lines. We'll pray again. Brother Eero, I want to thank you, my friend, for coming on tonight. And uh, there are billions of people out there that need help. That's for sure. There's a lot of them that 
we they need a lot more deliverance ministries people pre- preaching the gospel that's for sure absolutely we all need the help of the lord jesus christ and to help one another pray one for the other it says i want to thank all of you for tuning in tonight if you were not able to get in don't worry we're going to have more open lines from now on uh er uh, for the archive tonight do you have a title that you want to put on your message Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything right offhand. Uh, sin separates us from God came to mind earlier. That'll um, be good. And you know, the good news, folks, is if we confess our sin, Jesus is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all righteousness. If we say we have not sinned, the truth is not in us. We've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We've all got testimonies out there, folks. And I praise God that I'm here tonight. I could have been in hell tonight, raised in the church and then backslid in my youth 20 years ago and uh, but for praying grandmother I might be in hell tonight I praise God that he extended me a period of mercy and grace to repent which means to make a change it's one thing to confess a sin that just means you're admitting to it serial killers are more honest than some people they'll admit that they killed somebody and ate them with farber beans but that doesn't mean they're repentant we've got to be willing to make that change and if you've confess your sin you renounce it meaning you admit that what you did was wrong and you're willing to repent make a change with the lord's help you can be set free god can turn things around he did it for me he'll do it for you he knows all about restoration you may be humpty dumpty that fell off the wall and broke into ten thousand pieces god's able to put you back together with the super of the holy spirit and make you better than ever before and wipe your slate clean and begin to use you and I for his glory and honor in these last days because time is running out and people are crying out for help and the enemy is more than willing to go in there and try to give them the counterfeit and destroy them uh, as ER said we need to be preaching the gospel letting our light shine and casting out devils in these days like never before in Jesus name I encourage everybody to get a King James Bible begin to read it you don't have to understand it all before you read it pray and ask God to keep you awake because the demons will try to put you to sleep Ask the Holy Spirit to begin to illuminate the word for you. Get in there and read it and read it again. Take your time. Read it aloud. We renew our mind through the hearing of God's word. Faith cometh by the hearing and hearing by the word of God. Uh, if you feel like you've went insane, then you need to renew your mind through God's word. Nothing too hard for God, but we've got to do our part. And the Lord will meet us right where we're at and help us. Day by day with the Lord, that's the answer. ER, you want to close us in prayer? Yes, sir. Lord, we thank you for all that you've done, Lord. We thank you for your word tonight. Lord, we ask you to touch each and every one, Lord, even the ones that couldn't call in that's been listening, that they have problems, Lord. We ask you to touch Amanda's family, Lord. We ask you to touch Bruce, Lord, and just continue and, and to change and mold and change those kids' future, uh, Amanda's uh, kids' future, Lord. Their future, Lord, if, if, if the parents do the right thing, their future will be bright and they'll be on the right track, Lord. We ask you to change the generational curses in that family, Lord. And, Lord, we ask you to bring them all into your house. And, Lord, let them be a regular, uh, regular in the house of the Lord. And, Lord, let it change not only uh, their their lives, but the, their family tree, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Father God, I thank you for t- the word tonight. I ask you bless everybody that tuned in. Bless Brother ER and his family. Give them great favor. Surround them with your warrior angels. Bless the business. We plead the blood of Jesus over you, Brother ER, and we also tonight bind and rebuke every spirit of backlash, 
retaliation, revenge, retribution, hindrance, or delay that would come against any of us for being here in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father God. Amen. Brother E.R., we love you, brother. One more time, if someone wants to contact you, what's the best way to do that? You can look at my Facebook page, E.R. Hotard Ministries, or YouTube. Uh, you can go in there, uh, E.R. Hotard Ministries, too. Send me a message. And I'm, I'm pretty quick about sending uh, messages out. And also, back to you. I want to thank Brother Louie and Rose Betancourt for introducing me to you, my friend. God bless them. Uh, it's a divine God bless contact. them. They're wonderful people. Oh, yes. We'll have, I think, uh, them on Friday, in fact, to uh, preach. My friend, look at your schedule for November. See if you cannot come up with two days for me. I'll work around your schedule, day or night, and um, let's do some more programs. And I'll wait to hear from you. Sounds good, Brother Shannon. I appreciate it. Have a Thanks great for the night, opportunity. Brother. God bless you, ER. God bless you. That was Evangelist ER Hotart. I want to thank Bruce for calling and Amanda. We had another call where I apologize I wasn't able to get to you. Um, actually, we're going to have open lines come to think of it tomorrow. If you want to call in for prayer tomorrow, anyone is welcome. We'll have uh, more open lines. Uh, 8 to 10 Eastern, right after the message. Probably it'll be open about 9. Uh, Brother King will be bringing the word tomorrow. And then next week, we're going to have several open lines nights. So um, Victor is usually with us Friday, but he had to miss last week and this week, but he should be back with us next week. We'll have Fridays back again too. Uh, Thank you to everybody that tuned in today. God bless you. We're going to be back tomorrow morning doing an early bird show at 9 a.m. Eastern. By the way, all these programs are free to tune into. Please help yourself to them. My website is omegamanradio.com. We're on a new platform called Podbean. So that's where you go to uh, get these current shows. If you want to email me, you can do so at the website. Again, omegamanradio.com. Father, God bless everybody that tuned in tonight. I thank you for those that called in and those that tuned in. Bless them all tonight. We plead the blood of Jesus over every one of us. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Don't give up, folks. Jesus will not give up on you. Love you. Thank you for tuning in.